0: Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, for a couple of years now, Pittsburgh Pride has been kind of muted, still proud, but quieter. Some of that is because of the pandemic and some of it is because of evolving drama with the former organizers. But with a ton more regional celebrations all starting this weekend, I think it's safe to say, at least in some ways, Pittsburgh Pride is back and bigger than ever. I'm with two of the voices behind the new blog, q Jason Shavers and Jim Shepard, and they know all the fun spots to hit for Pride Month. It's Thursday, June 2nd. I'm Morgan Moody, and this is CityCast Pittsburgh. People Pride is one of their favorite times of year. So what makes our local celebration of Pride special to each of you? Let's start with, uh, we'll start with Jason.
1: Just the fact that it's Pittsburgh, to be honest. I was born and raised in this city. And I also, Mm -hmm. I grew up in a time when, we all grew up in this time, where being gay (laughs) or anywhere on the spectrum of the LGBTQIA world wasn't very accepted. Um, Right. So it's nice to see my hometown being more accepting and open and willing to celebrate right alongside with us. So I think that's what makes it special to me.
0: What about you, Jim?
2: Pride is like my favorite. Uh, time of year, uh, mm-hmm. it's it's better than any of the holidays. Christmas, um, Halloween might be close to Pride for me.
0: Halloween, but. Halloween is a close second. <laughs>
2: yes, it is. <laughs> but you know, whenever you're you're downtown and you're lining up to march in the Pittsburgh Pride March, and you see you know familiar faces, new faces, and there's just this sense uh, of jubilation everyone is yeah. just so incredibly happy yeah uh, exuberance maybe is the word for it mm-hmm. um there is no other feeling in, in like it and uh i think uh, the co-creator of qberg jeff puts it best when pr- pride is felt you feel pride and when you're down there and you you have that you know you have your pittsburgh pride as a, as a pittsburger and you have your pride yeah. as a member of the lgbtq community coming together it's it's mm-hmm. awesome
0: so there's a lot more to do this year than there have been in previous years, at least the past couple of years. A lot of that's because of the pandemic, you know, but what's it going to feel like now that we're back?
1: Last year, when we were kind of back, uh, things went off pretty much without a hitch in a lot of uh, the pride celebrations that happened around the city. But people were still a bit tentative. Um and I think because this year there's a bit of a spike happening right now, people still might be a bit more tentative, but not yeah. as much as last year. I think people are going to really bring a whole lot more life to Pride this year. Um, a lot more pent up energy, if you will, mm-hmm. is going to be released at Pride this year. Um, and people are just going to have fun because in the past couple years, there hasn't been a lot of, fun this we have we've been a little scared to do
2: to do it up
0: yeah
2: uh i'm so excited about this this pride season um specifically because pittsburgh pride now in the last two years has has been liberated it is more free and folks have planned so many different events, a variety yeah. of events. You know, it's not just the Pittsburgh Pride March and, and and the festival. There's all kinds of organizations that are throwing pride events these, this year, from drag shows, concerts. Uh, there's, like, family picnics in the park that are planned. Crafton's having a pride. It, It feels like there's been a right. There's like this (laughs) reinvigoration of what Pittsburgh pride can be now that it's it's freer for folks to to participate in these things. And I think it's just going to be incredible.
0: I am personally elated by the fact (laughs) that Saucy Santana is going to be in Pittsburgh. So that is one of the events that I'm really looking forward to. But what are you each looking forward to?
2: Um, I am a sucker for uh, the Rainbow Cruise that's coming up. Uh, it's uh, going to be a, a dance party on the Gateway Clipper. This is kind of a, almost a throwback event, uh, you know, kind of in a time before prides were held in Pittsburgh. Uh, there were more uh, like River Cruise special events and things like that. So I'm really excited about that. Saucy Santana looks like it's
1: going to be amazing. I mean, I'm also very excited about Saucy Santana. I. <laughs>
0: First Carisha, of all, I'm just please. gonna say that then... <laughs> I, I,
1: I'm excited that somebody like Saucy Santana is coming to Pittsburgh. <laughs> Me too um, for a pride event, and that I'm sure it's gonna be successful. And that's what I like to see in this city. It's not just yeah. your typical run of the mill Deborah Cox or Melissa Etheridge, you know, <laughs> headliners yeah. at Pittsburgh Pride. They're more mainstream, you know, yeah. and yeah. Pride is about being proud of yourself, even if you're in the, you know, the outlying parts of society. So I think it's wonderful that we're bringing a variety of artists that represent the LGBTQIA community to, you know, a small, big city like ours.
0: Uh the following day we have the third annual Ball on the Bridge. So let's talk a little bit more about that event. Where is that gonna be at? What's that gonna look like? I I saw some pictures from last year, so I'm I'm kind of feeling like I gotta get out my best. <laughs> For all these events,
2: the ball on the bridge is uh, thrown by the uh, the Pittsburgh ballroom community, and that's uh, like you would have seen in shows like Pose or Legendary mm-hmm. with like with voguing. And it's going to be, I think, it's fantastic to to put that out in front of of the world. It's going to be on the Andy Warhol Bridge at noon, which is like unheard of for like a ballroom type event, which is
1: awesome. And can we talk about the twenty five hundred dollars in cash prizes for that? That's right. Yeah, that's incentive for those of you who can't do it, who can do it. My knees won't let me. Um, So I will not be voguing. But that is incentive for those of you in Pittsburgh who know how to do it and do it well to get to the bridge and show off for those unsuspecting business folk who are going to be downtown at lunch going, what's happening on the bridge? (laughs) Uh, Show them how it's done. Right. Right.
0: And did anything about the Pride offering surprise you this year, like celebrate on land, on the water, in the parks, out in suburbia? Is there anything about celebrations this year that has um, piqued your interest?
2: Something that's really uh, struck me a lot. Starting last year, uh, some of the uh, outlying boroughs in the suburbs started throwing Pride events in June. It started kind of last year with Millvale Pride, and they're back again this year. Um, but like I mentioned, and, and
0: when and when I mean when you don't think about Millville at all right. when it comes to pride, it's, <laughs> this you know, is it's something like...
2: that we talked about on the Berg podcast. We were like, "Holy crap, Millville! That's awesome!" <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it was a good time, uh, one of the best last year. And yeah. this year, Crafton has a pride, Dormont's having a pride, and Mount Lebanon is having a pride, and Fox Chapel's having a pride,
1: and Swissvale, so, and Swissvale, and I think that's important. That I was going to say that's what's uh, sticking out to me as well. Because, you know, it's one thing, you know, I was talking about growing up in a time when it wasn't accepted. And it's one thing to go to the city or downtown to celebrate Pride. You know, you expect that to happen in a city. Um, But in the smaller boroughs, to see that it's okay to be you at home, I think is important. Um and so I think these smaller borough prides are very important, very special, and I encourage more boroughs to do to follow suit in the years to come.
0: Yes. <laughs> um <laughs> mm-hmm. Pittsburgh's big pride events are this weekend, but there's stuff happening really through July. So kind of further ahead, what are some things you're most looking forward to?
1: Uh for me personally, I'm a giant drag fan. <laughs> um <laughs> I I just love drag. So Pride on the Shore, which is happening on June 3rd, is uh, definitely a highlight of the Pride season for me. Yeah. Um, Not only because we're going to have, you know, drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race, such as Trixie Mattel and Mo Hart. Oh, my God. But we also will have, there's a pre-show that starts at 4 o'clock that day that is featuring, I think, something like over 30 drag queens from pittsburgh or drag performers i should say not just queens Mm -hmm. there will be drag kings there's all kinds of entertainment that's going to happen that day yeah um so i'm going to get a a big fill of drag that night alone (laughs) let alone all the other drag that's happening that weekend in the month of june but that day i'm going to be like in heaven
0: (laughs) (laughs) what about you jim
1: we, ha- we do have a lot of amazing
2: local queens that are, are really rocking uh, Pittsburgh right now, and, and I know they're putting a lot of work into putting on that show uh, at Pride on the Shore. But 5801 will also be, that's the oh. bar over in Shadyside. I know they have two like outdoor street parties that'll be fun to go to. There will be like a cookout with some drag shows again, but there'll also be, like uh, what's the corn game? Cornhole. cornhole. <laughs> you can tell I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm very gay. I've never played it. But <laughs> one, you could play it there if you'd like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sexual orientation doesn't matter when it comes to Cornhole. Yeah. <laughs> Pride isn't just a month, though, of showing off our multicolored flags. It's also a time of celebrating diversity under the umbrella of representation. So are there any events or organizations uh, that either of you are excited to support that are geared toward the health and physical safety of those in the community?
2: Absolutely. The number one most amazing development about Pittsburgh Pride is that Pittsburgh Pride is now run, planned, hosted, and centered around trans people of color. Uh, Dina Stanley and Trans Uniting are the ones that put together the Pittsburgh Pride events this year and last year, uh, and Sisters Pittsburgh, which is run by Ciara, they're running uh, the Swissville Pride this year. So I think there has been a very concerted effort, and it's a very good effort to make sure that we're representing the entire LGBTQ community, not just uh, a small section of it.
0: So not to rain on our literal parades here, (laughs) but do you think there's going to be any kind of like drama? Because for the past few years here, we've effectively had two parades because some people were very upset with how the previous organizers, the Delta Foundation, how they were planning it at the time and really excluding a lot of experiences from that celebration Jim, I know you were involved with Delta for a while and now you're in a completely different space. So, what's your take on how the past is maybe informing how people approach everything this year?
2: The Delta Foundation, fortunately, is gone.
0: Yes. Um,
2: they can no longer harm the community like they did. And the community has taken pride back. And there will be some folks that, you know, might still have. Those feelings from back then, rightfully so, but everyone in the community is working very hard together to make sure that we address all of those previous concerns and include everybody.
0: What about you jason what are you what are you what are you thinking what's 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 the most important i guess aspect of of inclusion for you when it comes to pride i
1: i I hope that the public doesn't bring up stuff that has happened in the past um, at this pride. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that people come in with an open mind and with a goal of inclusivity, because we don't need to dredge up anything from the past at this point. We need to move forward, and we are moving forward. Yeah. Um. So I think the most important thing is to show up with an open mind and an open heart, and um a willingness to, you know, be with your people and to have fun because that's what is important at Pride. So I I, I want to hope that there won't be any drama. And, yeah. I, and I wish that's my one wish is that people just show up with an open mind and an open heart and don't cause any drama because we don't need that anymore. That was a thing of the past at Pittsburgh Pride. We're moving forward.
0: The Delta Foundation tried to trademark the words Pittsburgh Pride. And so even though they dissolved, Jim, like, what's the status with that?
2: Right. And, and when it comes to the uh, Delta Foundation's attempts to trademark Pittsburgh Pride, that is still outstanding. Uh, Qberg is currently still in litigation against them to, to try to prevent them from doing that. And that's probably all that I can say about that. Um we will do everything we can to make sure that no one can own that term. I feel like that yeah. would be offen- That's offensive to not just LGBTQ Pittsburghers, that's offensive to any Pittsburgher because to, ter- to trademark the term Pittsburgh pride, I mean, my straight parents have Pittsburgh pride. You can't own that term, Delta Foundation. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, so what is the future of pride in Pittsburgh? Like, can we be one big, happy, queer family? Absolutely. absolutely
1: i think so yeah i think we can be one big happy family and just like any other family that's going to take work um that's going to take a willingness to work together be together but it's not that hard so (laughs) no i i i i would like to think that we can be one big queer family and the other thing about it is you know we can be one big queer family even if we have all these little events happening because it's a big family. So we might need to do with smaller things to get the work done. And there's nothing wrong with that.
0: Yeah, well, for anyone planning to attend, any last minute advice? Because you two are the pros.
2: Number one thing, uh, bring a sunscreen with you. You will need <laughs> sunscreen, especially if you want to wear whatever outfit you want to wear. You're gonna to want to use sunscreen on any uncovered skin.
1: Here's here's my advice for the baby queers coming to who may be coming to their first pride. Hydration. Mm-hmm.
0: Stay
1: hydrated. Do not lose your mind in that way. Have some water. And the other thing is, this is going to be easier said than done, but be yourself. Even if this is the first time you can actually be yourself. Go ahead and do it. You're going to be nervous. You're going to be scared. But I guarantee you there's going to be somebody that you'll see that is living their authentic lives, their their authentic life, and does not care. Take inspiration from that person and do what you want to do because that's the time to do it.
0: Jim Shepard. And Jason Shavers are helping curate some of the best of queer Pittsburgh over at Qberg. You can check them out online and via the podcast. Thank you both so much for joining us today.
2: Thank you so much for having us. I can't wait to see you and everyone at at all the Pride events coming up this month.
0: Yes, thank you. This is fun. And for our listeners, you should stick around after the news today to hear a little bonus cut of Jim and Jason's best Pride memories. They're very romantic. A little bit more news before you run off to Pride events. City Council voted this week to allow city kids to camp in Pittsburgh parks. Catherine Vargas is the director of the Department of Parks and Recreation, and she says there's still more regulations and guidelines to be ironed out, like when and where campfires are permitted, permit fees, how supervision will work, and how all of that might get enforced. But it could be a really cool opportunity for kids like me who need a soft landing into anything outdoorsy. I'm an indoor cat. Officials are even looking at waiving those fees for low-income campers. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. Megan Harris is our lead producer. Our newsletter editor is Francesca Debeco. Mallory Falk produces the show welcome Mallory and our host is me Morgan Moody music of course is by Benji and if you enjoyed the show tell a friend rate the show leave us a review and of course subscribe to our morning newsletter we'll be back on Tuesday with more news from around the city so we'll see you then
2: My best pride memory, and it's probably, it's very near and dear to my heart. Um, It was back in 2012, and uh, it was before marriage was uh, legal across the country for LGBTQ people. And uh, that at the time, the mayor uh, came out in support of marriage equality. And that was a big deal. That was a big deal that, you know, at the time, the president of the United States wasn't supportive of marriage equality. And, you know, we had different states that did or did not. And it was uh, just a mishmash everywhere. So the mayor at the time of Pittsburgh said he supported marriage equality. And uh, he it was like a week before Pride when he made that announcement. And then he marched in the parade. And I I was honored to march alongside uh, Mayor Ravenstall in that pride parade.
0: How about you, Jason?
1: There was this guy that I was pursuing for a while. Um, and we just kept m- kept missing each other, basically. He, he didn't live in Pittsburgh, so that didn't help. Um, but one year at Pride in the Streets in downtown Pittsburgh, I looked at him at the beginning of the night, and I said, at some point tonight, we are going to kiss. And he just looked at me and was like, oh. And I was like... <laughs> I was just like, it's going to happen. And he was like, okay. And then the night went on. I don't remember specifically who was the singer that was headlining. But in the middle of that concert, he snuck up from behind, grabbed me, turned me around, and kissed me <laughs> in a very romantic moment. Um, and it, that that does stick out in my memory. Because, you know, first of all, that happened outside in front of everyone in downtown Pittsburgh. So that was significant, but it was just, you know, it was very nice and romantic and we're still friends to this day, but um, yeah, that was a very nice romantic moment in my life at pride.